from the snow-encased Nipty Radio recording studios high above 107 Columbia. With one eye on the thermometer and the other on the icy sidewalks, welcome to this week's edition. Today we will be doing part two of our presentation of retrial issues. So let's get started. Let's begin part two, where the trial results in a hung jury on all the counts submitted to it. Question then is, which counts are retriable when the jury was hung on all the counts? We look at CPL 310.60 and we find the following. One, all counts submitted to the jury at the end of the first trial can be resubmitted. Number two, all counts contained in the original indictment except, first, counts dismissed as a result of a trial order of dismissal. Insufficient evidence was presented as to those counts at the first trial. And secondly, counts dismissed for any other reason that would be the equivalent to an acquittal. When a defendant is to be retried because the jury was unable to reach a verdict on any of the submitted charges at the first trial, the above rules apply in determining which counts contained in the original indictment can be retried. In finding the authority, for these rules, you begin at 310.60 in the CPL and also 280.10 and 20. These statutes are not determinative as to every count that may or may not be retried. While CPL 280.20 says that the indictment is considered to contain all counts it did when the first trial commenced, this statute has been held to be unconstitutional to the extent that it would apply to any count that was dismissed at the first trial under circumstances that equate to an acquittal, such as insufficient evidence. These counts cannot be retried because to do so would violate the rules of double jeopardy. Please see People v. Mayo, a Court of Appeals decision from 1979. Next, let's look at partial verdicts, acquittal or conviction on some counts and a hung jury on others. The following general rules apply when undertaking a retrial that was the result of a partial verdict. If a guilty verdict at a retrial of the unresolved charges would be inconsistent, meaning repugnant, with one of the counts for which the jury either convicted or acquitted the defendant at the first trial, that unresolved count cannot be retried. CCPL section 310.70 subdivision 2A. For example, if the defendant was acquitted of a robbery in the third degree and the jury was hung on a robbery in the first degree for the same transaction, a conviction of the robbery in the first degree on a retrial would be repugnant with the verdict of acquittal of the robbery in the third degree in the first trial, and thus that count cannot be retried. Again, see CPL 310.70 2A. This example is another reason why. When submitting greater and lesser included offenses to the jury, those counts should always be submitted to the jury in the alternative. By this we mean the jury must be instructed that they should first consider the greater charge, the robbery in the first degree. If and only if they acquit on that count should they consider the robbery in the third degree. In not instructing in this fashion, you can have the result demonstrated in the previous example, or an even more difficult result, which is a jury acquits 
on the robbery three and convicts on the robbery one, which is a repugnant verdict and creates the possibility of defense challenging that verdict before the jury is released. Number two, at the first trial, there was a conviction for a crime that is of a higher or equal level to the unresolved crime, and the conviction on the unresolved count would require a concurrent sentence with the count for which the defendant was convicted, then there cannot be a retrial on that unresolved count. For example, the defendant was convicted of robbery in the third degree, a D felony, and the jury was hung on the charge of grand larceny from the person, both charges stemming from a single event with a single victim. Even though the grand larceny is not a lesser included offense of the robbery in the third degree, if there was a conviction for the grand larceny at the retrial, any sentence would be required to run concurrently with the robbery in the third degree. The grand larceny would be considered a non-inclusory concurrent count of the robbery in the third degree. So a retrial of the grand larceny would not be permitted pursuant to CPL 310.70 subdivision 2B. Now let's take a look at a case where the defendant was acquitted on greater crime or crimes and the jury was hung on lesser crimes. That again can be viewed in CPL section 310.70. Which counts can be retried? Well, first of all, all counts submitted to the jury at the first trial upon which they were hung can be submitted to the due jury with one very important exception. If the defendant was charged in the indictment with a greater crime, such as robbery in the first degree, and the court submitted to the jury the lesser included offense of robbery in the third degree, but that count was not originally in the indictment. In other words, it was submitted as a lesser included offense pursuant to CPL 300.50 and the jury acquitted on the robbery first, but was hung on the lesser included robbery in the third degree, in order to retry the defendant on the robbery third charge, the people must seek leave of the court to represent that charge to the grand jury, or more appropriately, charge it to the grand jury in the first place, and secure a new indictment with that crime. If the lesser included count had been in the original indictment, no representation would have been required for the retrial of that lesser included charge. Again, please see People v. Mayo, a 1979 Court of Appeals decision. Second, counts found in the original indictment can be tried in the new trial except for the following. First, those upon which the defendant was acquitted. Secondly, those dismissed as a result of a trial order of dismissal insufficient evidence was presented as to those counts in the first trial. Thirdly, counts dismissed for any other reason that would be the equivalent to an acquittal. Fourth, if the jury in the first trial returned a verdict of guilty on a lesser included offense but was hung on the greater charge, this procedure would be in violation of the rule to submit lesser included offenses only in the alternative that we've mentioned. This is considered an acquittal on the greater count, and the defendant cannot be retried on that count. See People v. Fuller, a Court of Appeals decision from 2001, and People v. Helliger, a Court of Appeals decision also from 2001. Those cases citing CPL 300.40 subdivision 3B 
and 300.50 subdivision 4. 5. If at the first trial the judge only submitted to the jury a top count and no lesser included offenses of that top charge, and there was an acquittal on that count, no lesser included offenses from that count, including those that were in the original indictment, can be retried. See People v. Biggs, a 2003 Court of Appeals decision. For example, the indictment contained, among other charges, both a robbery in the second degree and lesser included robbery in the third degree. At the first trial, only the robbery second was submitted. The jury acquitted on the robbery second. The jury was hung on some of the other charges that were submitted. When those charges are retried, you cannot retry the robbery third, which was not submitted at the first trial, even though it was in the original indictment. Now, let's take a look at the situation where we have an acquittal on a lesser crime and a hung jury on a greater crime. First of all, if the lesser crime is not a lesser included offense of the greater crime on which the jury was hung, and there would be no repugnancy between the acquittal on the lesser crime and a conviction for the remaining greater charge, the defendant may be retried on this greater count. For example, the defendant is acquitted for grand larceny of the person, an e-felony, and the jury is hung on a robbery in the third degree charge, which is a d-felony. Since grand larceny from the person is not a lesser included offense of the robbery in the third degree charge, and a guilty verdict on robbery in the third degree would not be repugnant with the acquittal on the grand larceny charge, there can be a retrial on the robbery in the third degree charge. Secondly, an acquittal for a lesser included offense of a greater crime on which the jury is hung Again, this procedure would be in violation of the rule to submit lesser included offenses only in the alternative. Is the equivalent of an acquittal on the greater count and it cannot be retried. For example, the defendant was acquitted of pettit larceny, a lesser included offense of robbery in the third degree, upon which the jury is hung. Since a guilty verdict on the retrial of the robbery third would be a repugnant verdict with the acquittal at the first trial of the pettit larceny, there cannot be a retrial on the robbery in the third degree. Please be sure to see the expanded memo on retrials that covers both part one and part two of this discussion. As always, we want to thank our crack producer and ace skier, Jonathan Marconi Crispino. To all of you out there, be well and stay ready, my friends. <laughs>